Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Kids Stories Podcast. I'm Phil Bechtel. Before we get started today, I want to give a shout out to Sage and Emerson over in Seattle, Washington. I'm so glad you guys enjoy the stories. Thanks so much for listening. I also want to give a shout out to Hartley, Addie, and Wit Gaunt. I think it's awesome. You guys are such big fans of the show. Thanks so much for listening, Gaunts. Today's episode is A Visit from the Secret Traders, Part 2. As usual, a few residents milled about the Valley Town RC Electronics shop to chat while Christopher and Ellen did their work. It was a nice way to start the day. This morning, everyone was talking about their visits with the secret traders the day before, the things they bought or sold, the things they ate. One resident bought some gems that the traders told him were from the Gemrock Mines. Another purchased what she thought was mist fairy dust, even though most believed it wasn't real. And another person had purchased some potion supposedly made from a rare plant native to the southern swamps. What about you, Christopher? asked Harold. Did you get anything from the traders? I did, said Christopher. Bought some batteries I needed. They weren't charged. The guy said they were charged, but they weren't. No big deal. He probably just charged them up a while back and didn't know that the charges fade even if you don't use them. I've got them on charge now. Christopher said it was no big deal, but he wasn't sure about the traders at this point. Did the trader know the batteries weren't charged? Did the trader purposefully shortchange him? Christopher was trying to reserve judgment until he knew more, but... As the day went on, Christopher and Ellen worked at the front of the shop, chatting with whoever dropped in. And since everyone was walking by their place on the way to, or on the way from, the secret traders, a lot of people ended up stopping by. Throughout the day, they heard of some things going missing from around town. A large brass cow statue was somehow missing from in front of the ice cream shop. A few large sacks of freshly roasted coffee were missing from one of the coffee shops. And some iron rod had been taken from the blacksmith's workshop. Christopher and Ellen visited the secret traders for dinner, enjoying more cheese enchiladas and some pasta, which was really good, but not quite as good as Christopher makes at home. You think the traders stole those things last night? asked Christopher. Maybe, said Ellen. But maybe it's someone local, choosing to steal the things when the secret traders are in town so they won't be suspected. Christopher hadn't thought of that, and it did make sense. Yeah, I just keep coming back to how much of a coincidence it is that everyone from the dojo is gone right now, even tubes. That rarely happens, and now it just happens to coincide with a visit from the secret traders. Well, what do you want to do? asked Ellen, even though she already knew the answer. Surveillance, said Christopher, thinking about what he would use later that night to spy on the secret traders. What are you going to use? asked Ellen, between bites of enchilada. The drone, I think, the little one. I can outfit it with a nighttime lens to take some video, said Christopher. 
I think you should use the off-roader. If we want to get a good ground view, you're going to need to navigate all these ruts made by their wagon wheels without the RC car tipping over. Good idea, said Ellen. I can attach a night vision camera to it, too. And so they had a plan. Later that night, they would use the cover of darkness and stay in the shadows. Ellen would use a remote-controlled truck with a night vision camera attached to it, and Christopher would use a high-flying drone to take video of the secret trader's camp from above. Hopefully they could gather some good intel about the recently missing items and the secret traders. They waited until well after midnight before they began their investigation. The two walked all the way to the very north end of town and sat against a building in the shadows. From here, they were very close to the secret trader's camp, now surrounded by the trader's wagons. At night, the traders would circle their wagons to surround their tents and campfires. Christopher set his drone on the ground, and using his remote control, it lifted up into the air. It was nearly silent, and Christopher had turned off all the lights so it wouldn't be seen. There was a small screen on his controller that received a video feed from the drone. He could now see the entire secret trader's camp from above. And Ellen drove her RC truck out to the camp, watching her screen as well. Most of the secret traders were asleep. It had been a long day for them. The campfires had all been put out, and they could hear some gentle snoring. Christopher was hovering his drone above the wagons, searching for evidence of the stolen items. He was sure to stay high enough that he thought no one would be able to notice the drone. Using her controller, Ellen guided the remote-controlled truck all around the circle of wagons. She then slowly guided the car under the wagons. She could see that if they were hiding anything, it would have to be inside or under a wagon. And eventually she found something. She noticed a bundle of long iron rods hanging beneath one of the wagons. She remembered that the blacksmith had some rods stolen the other night. She moved the camera all around, trying to find the stamp of the valley town blacksmith to make sure they were the stolen rods. She touched some controls on her remote, and the camera of the RC truck rotated so it looked up. Ellen saw the Valley Town blacksmith stamp on many of the rods, confirming that these were, in fact, the ones recently stolen. Without saying a word, she elbowed Christopher, and he looked down at the video feed on her remote. "'What do we do now?' asked Ellen. Christopher wasn't quite sure what to do. Normally he would just take this information to the Valleytown Dojo and let them handle it. But the ninjas were all away. He thought for a moment. We can't confront them without sharing the evidence with some other people from town. Let's, let's show everyone this video in the morning. Then we'll take a group down to the traders, take back what they stole, and tell them to leave town. This seemed like a pretty good option. But before Ellen could drive the truck back, it was picked up by someone. She could tell by the video that the RC truck was lifted off the ground and turned around. Christopher was watching her screen as well. Ellen turned the camera around 
and it showed the face of the secret trader that Christopher bought batteries from. The trader looked into the camera and smiled a toothy, creepy grin. His hand then moved in front of the camera, and the feed was cut. He had turned off the truck. We can't lose that truck. It's the only evidence we've got against them, said Christopher. He shoved his drone controller into Ellen's hands. Steer the drone down to run interference. I'm going to go get that truck back. Before Ellen could protest, Christopher had run off to the circle of wagons. Ellen flew the drone closer to the ground, following Christopher as he ran. Through the drone's video feed, she could see the trader looking at the RC truck curiously. The trader heard Christopher running toward him and looked up. Just as he did, Ellen flipped on all the lights of the drone. The trader was distracted and held up his arm to shield his eyes from the brightness. Christopher ran right up to the guy, grabbed his truck and ripped it out of his hands and turned to run back to town. Just as he turned, he saw more secret traders in his path. The drone lights and the scuffle had woken some of those sleeping in the tents. And there would surely be more coming soon. These two secret traders standing in front of him were sticking to the shadows. They were hunched forward, ready to attack, and Christopher could swear they were disappearing in and out of the darkness. The two traders rushed at him at once, and he ducked and tried to spin away. Only a third trader was right there near him, and he grabbed Christopher. Uh, they seemed to be appearing out of nowhere. Ellen could see everything going on through the camera lens of the drone, and she nosedived it right at this trader holding Christopher, and it smashed into his face. The trader fell back, hollered, and let go of Christopher, who scrambled and dodged and rolled out of the way as more and more traders lunged for him. He rolled under one of the wagons surrounding the camp and took off toward Valleytown. As he ran, he could hear voices yelling and arguing, confused and angry. Ellen and Christopher both ran back to the shop as fast as they could. They locked the door behind them and turned off all the lights. They stood silent in the darkness. Only a faint glow from the street lights coming in through the storefront window. They huffed and puffed and caught their breath, hoping the secret traders wouldn't come after them. The End well, I'm not so sure what will come of all this. Maybe the secret traders will move on, thinking that they were found out. Or maybe they didn't steal those iron rods after all. Maybe they bought them, and Ellen and Christopher didn't know about it. Or maybe they really are dangerous thieves, and Christopher and Ellen have gotten themselves into a whole heap of trouble. We'll find out on part three. Adios.